So the Chayadam, upon completing the Halachas of Mezuzah, he writes that when a person leaves his home, after you know making sure there's Mezuzah on your door, so then you should notice your surroundings and make sure that if you are on an elevated platform, you're going down the steps, make sure there's a fence on your steps. And that is called the Halacha of Makkah. So what is the source for the Halacha of Makkah? So the Pasuk in Parshish Kisaitse tells us, Kisivne bayis chadash, when a person built a new home, a new house, Vasisa Makkah legagecha, you should make a Makkah. Rashi says, a geder, a fence around your, your roof, legagecha, v'loisasim damin bevesecha, you should not place blood in your house. Kiipol hanoifam imeno. So a person has to be careful when you're building a home to make sure that your your roof is surrounded by a gate, and we'll talk about other parts of the house and situations where you might need to put a fence. That is called the halacha of Maka. So first of all, the Pasuk has two different things. One one is the mitzvah of the Yosisa Maka Lagagecha, to put a Maka, to put a fence around your roof. There's another halacha here, you should not place blood in your home. And the Rishonim say there's two different there are two different things. One is a mitzvah saseh of placing a fence around your home. The other one is a loisaseh. If a person builds something and he and that is dangerous, he's over the isra of loisasim damim mevesecha. The Gemara Baba Kama expands on this and says, let's say, Rav Nassim Neimer, Adam Kelev Ra How do I know a person should not raise a Kelev Ra, a bad dog? You have to figure out, look in the Mepharshim, what exactly means a bad dog. Some say all dogs are bad, even though dog is man best, man's best friend. The, the Rishonim say that perhaps is talking about a specifically wild dog that is dangerous. So a person should not raise that dog in his home. One should not have a, a ladder that is weak, that's going to fall. In his home. How do I know this? Once not place blood in his house. The Ramam in in uh, his his uh, Mishnah Torah says that this includes a lot of things. Let's say a person is doing dangerous activity or having something in his home that's dangerous. It's all included in the lav of loisasim damim bevesecha. So just a clear guideline: when a person is building something, you're actually actively doing something, and it's dangerous. You're building a home and you're not putting a, a fence around the roof. So then. Not only are, is one over the Isra of Asisamaka Lagayacha, he's not he's violating the mitzvah say by not putting the maka on his roof. He's also violating the lav of Lysasim Dam and Bivesecha. Well, let's say a person purchased a home and he's not building anything. It's already it's already done, it's already finished, and there is no maka. So he's not over the lav, he's not placing something in his house, he's not Lysasim Dam and Bivesecha, but he'd be violating the mitzvah say of of the Asisamaka Lagagecha. So let's get to some of the halachas. One of the halachas is that in order to, for it to be mechaev and amake, the drop has to be a drop of ten tvachim. The Dvar of Rum writes that it has to be somewhat uh, life-threatening. It doesn't have to be that a person who would fall would automatically die, but there has to be some element of sakonas nafashas, and then you'd be obligated in putting a amake around the roof. The Arach HaShulchan writes that our roofs are slanted and they do not require a a, uh, a maka. And additionally, the Bishabur says, let's say a person never goes up on the roof, so even if it would be flat, there would be no need to put a maka. The maka is only where people actually use, people use that roof, or they, they uh, 
you know, occasionally go on it, but if it's so infrequent, you will not need to put a maka on the roof. There is a minhag, it's brought down b'shem the ritva, that even if you don't use the roof, you should at least have a maka of three tvachim. So I was once on a roof together with a bunch of guys. We were we were in Kailo, we were learning Hilchus Mikvais, and we went to visit one of the Mikvais in Flatbush. And we had a bunch of guys standing on a roof trying to figure out, you know, the pipes and the, where the water comes in. It was definitely a dangerous situation, but at least there was a three tefach uh, maka, which is probably the code legally anyways, so you don't literally take one step and end up falling off the roof. So that's the minute of the ritva. Many, uh, the place can to say it's not necessary. If, no, if you never go on the roof, you would not need to put a maka, but it's definitely an eitzah taiva, a good idea to have something to make sure on the one time someone goes up there that they do not put their, their, their life in danger. So how high does the maka have to be? Meaning, okay, let's say you tell me I have to build a, a fence around this roof. It's a flat roof. People use it. They play ball on it. They suntan on it. How high does the maka have to be? So it has to be 10 tfachim high. 10 tfachim is between 32 and 40 inches, depending on your shear. So we would say probably around 35, 36 inches would be the appropriate maka. Now, if a person would go to their home and look at your your railing going on your steps or even on your landing if it's built to code I have a brother-in-law that, that does this for a living uh, getting codes off uh, you know with, with buildings and everything so code is probably 30 inches or something around that in order to be legally have to have a railing on your steps or even on the landing halachically if it's true that you need to have a maka so you need about 36 40 inches of of uh you know, height of the railing around your steps. So the question is, if you go to most people's homes, it is not. It is not 40 inches high, the railing. I measured mine. I, I thought mine was pretty high. 36 inches is my, is my uh, the, land, the, the, the railing on my landing is 36 inches high, which is not too high. So the question is, do I need, do we need a maka for this area? So let's get into a discussion based on the Chazanish, and we'll come back to this if it's necessary to put it on the uh, in, in these areas. So, the Chazanish asked a very fundamental question when it comes to Maka. If you look at the Gemara and Sukkah, the Gemara and Sukkah says that it's trying to figure out what's the minimum share for a house that, that that's called a uh, a house for a mezuzah. We mentioned it has to be dal by dal ramos. That Gemara tries to figure out what's considered a diras aray for Sukkah. It's less than dal by dal ramos. And the Gemara there says, if you have a house, a room, that's less than dollar by dollar amos, it's putter from mezuzah, and it's putter from makkah. So the Chazanish doesn't understand. Why, what do we care if it's de- defined halachically as a house? At the end of the day, if it's specific, if it's dangerous, so what do I care if it's called a house, not called a house? The, the Yakut, uh, Yakut Shmoini has some other ex- exceptions. Maybe a base shower doesn't need to. Do, need to have uh, need to have a um, a maka a base habaka. The Ramam says even a, a be'er, even a, a well, wouldn't need a maka because it's not called bias. So the Chazanish says, I don't understand. Who cares if it's called bias or not called bias? If it's dangerous, I should put a maka. The pasuk says damim So the Chazanish has a has a uh, a fundamental yesoide, a fundamental thought when it comes to maka. He says like this: Let's say the Torah would not have written anything about maka. Nothing, nothing in the Torah about Makkah. So I asked my rabbi, Rabbi, I'm building a house. What should I do? I know the Torah says, Hisham and uh, 
other psukim which indicate that that a person should should uh, stay away from danger. We have different psukim. So what should I do? So my, my, the Rav would say, well, the Torah would require you to be safe. So how do I know what's safe or not? So ask around. We go by what people typically consider safe. People drive cars that we consider safe. So let's ask around. What is standard to to prevent people from falling? And we might go by the code of in, in the buildings department, whatever in, in, whatever the standard, the minig hasoychrim, the minig of in, in, in construction to build. That's what we would do. We wouldn't say any tent vachim, dollar by dollar amas. That would not be a discussion. So, in order to avoid issues of safety. Without the Pasuk of Makkah, we would have to do just that. Just make sure that it's not dangerous. And whatever is required, that's required. So what does the Pasuk of Makkah teach me? That even in a situation where it's not necessarily dangerous, what's the example? The Chazanish writes, a roof. Anyone on a roof knows that they're on a roof. If you're on a roof and and you, you, you went there purposely to fix something, you know to make sure not to fall. It's not necessarily a dangerous place intrinsically where you're, you're, we're concerned that someone's going to fall. We're not. You went on the roof. There's a halacha that you're allowed to daven on a tree. There's a discussion in the Mishnayis. How are you allowed to go on a tree? It's dangerous. Well, if I'm going on the tree, I'm climbing the tree, so I'm, I'm aware of my surroundings. There's no problem. There's no halachic issue of going on a tree. Halacha would be on a roof as well. Let's say a person's fixing a roof. You don't have to put up a maka because you went on the roof to fix the roof. So, according to the Chazanish, really, the only time uh, I have to be concerned about the danger is when, in a typical situation, I would be concerned. Now, let's say there's no concern for danger. If it's considered a gag or a bias, then I have exerus a cost. The Pasuk says, So if it's a bias or a gag, so then I need to have a maka around it. And it's not only because it's to prevent danger. That's the mitzvah. The mitzvah is to put a maka around your roof. And we make a bracha on it. The bracha is not just to avoid danger. The bracha is to be in the mitzvah of maka. So there are different ways to understand the chazanish. Some understand it that it has to be that either a roof or a place where actually people live. I saw the quote from Rabbi Heinem in Shlita that steps... And the railing on the steps and even the landing, nobody lives right there. That's just used as a walkway. So it wouldn't be Chayev and Maka. I think it's a big Chiddush. The Rav Vazner, the Shevet Halevi, says that you should definitely have tent, tent Fachim on the railing of your steps going up. I would, I would assume, Halacha is, that, that, the, uh, that going up the steps, so that is, that is not really a Dira. And in those situations, a person knows... You're on the steps. You know that you're you're walking up and down. So there, you wouldn't need to have a maka. You should have something. But going on the steps, people are not necessarily going to fall. As opposed, so you could have a, a smaller maka, a shorter maka. You wouldn't have the din of tent vachim. But perhaps on the landing, the landing is in people's hallways or on their main floors. So that I would I would say is more of an issue of danger. Where if you didn't have the proper uh, railing, it would it would be an issue. So that's just something to think about. Would there be a difference between the steps and the landing? Halacha Lamai says like this. If you look in the Sheva Talevi, Rav Vazner writes, and this is how Rabbi Raz and Paskins, that a person needs a maka of tent vachim by the steps, the landing, any place where people typically walk, and there is a drop 
and you, if you would fall off, you would fall down at least 10 tvachim, so you would be obligated in a makkah. There are those that argue, this is, I think, Rabbi Heinemann's psaq, that only uh, a room that's being used, a house, a porch that, that's part of the house, so then you would need a makkah of 10 tvachim, but steps would not necessarily need a makkah of 10 tvachim. If you look in the Chayadam, he clearly is talking about steps in our Klal, Klal Tezvav, Halacha Chavdalot. Clearly he's talking about steps, and he says you will need to have a makkah for those steps. There are many other halachas that we're not going to get into. There's lambdas involved when you make a bracha, if you have a shliach, if you have a contractor making the makkah for you, do you make a bracha over there? There are times when a person has a, has a has, let's say, a basement bedroom, and the window, if it's up to code, the window of that bedroom is very large, and you and you could literally climb out of of the uh, of the bedroom just in case of danger. So very often the hole in the in the ground is ten tefachim high, and many people cover it. There are legal ways how to cover it, but you could also have a, a, an issue where you have in the middle of your lawn or garden, you have a hole ten tefachim going towards a basement window. So. Again, in these situations, you have to figure out, do people typically walk there? Is it smart to leave it open? Should it, should it be covered? So those are some of the halachas of Maka. I apologize for not getting into all the details. It's really a halacha on Choshimish, but just bringing it up so that people could ask Shilohs to reconsider places in their home, roofs, backyards that might potentially need a Maka. And Amir Tashem tomorrow, we'll get into the halachas of Hanukkah.